Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Victoria Benyon, and the founder of the Victoria Benyon Podcast Booking Agency. And you're listening to The Best Guest, the podcast for business owners, creatives, and entrepreneurs who want to harness the power of podcasts to grow their platforms and increase their visibility. We're here to support you on your journey, bringing you actionable tips with each episode. Now, let's begin. In episode 88, we're joined by Rebecca Kirk, the go-to career coach for people on a spiritual path and author of You Are Here for a Reason. Welcome to the podcast, Rebecca. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming a spiritual career coach? Well, my journey to becoming a spiritual career coach was anything but linear. I previously worked in the corporate world for retailers such as Sainsbury's and Boots. And I left that world back in 2010, took a career break, went to Sydney and Australia for about five months. And that really led to, I would say, a spiritual awakening, really, and helped me really understand what was truly important to me in my life, in my work. And I ended up actually setting up my own business whilst I was out there, which led to me working primarily with small creative businesses for a few years when I returned. And the this then led up to a what I'd, I would call a light bulb moment, which I had in 2016, which I had on a, a beach in Norfolk. And it was really clear to me what I was meant to be doing. And life coaching just seemed the most obvious path. And so I retrained as a life coach and for many years working in a kind of general sense people who you know were coming to life coaching for a whole range of different reasons but then I began to see a pattern around purpose around people lacking purpose lacking fulfillment in their in their career in their work in life and it felt it felt it just felt right that I began to focus on this as a a niche, if you like. And I, I felt very called to, to pursue this and, and then to integrate my spirituality, which is something that's helped me massively on my own career journey. And it became, it, it started to not make sense to exclude that aspect from my coaching approach. So in 2021, I decided to relaunch as a spiritual career coach, which brings us to present day. Fantastic. So in what ways can spirituality support you with a career challenge? Well, I think it can help you to understand purpose on a much deeper level and understand perhaps the gifts and the talents that you've been given to to basically carry out that purpose. And I think with that understanding, I think it can bring you a greater sense of belief, a greater sense of confidence and, and courage really to, to, to move through that career challenge, perhaps retraining, going into a totally new sector, but understanding purpose on a deeper level. I, I also think spirituality can help you in terms of guidance. It can feel very lonely when you're on, you're going through a career challenge, but when you call in, your spiritual, that spiritual connection, I think clarity and solutions can begin to open up for you that perhaps wouldn't have been there otherwise. And then 
also I, I feel it, it can be very powerful in grounding you in in bringing you back to a more peaceful more calm state which I think is is super helpful when you know because it, it can be very emotional when you know life feels up in the air and you're feeling disconnected from your work so I think you know through things like meditation even walks in nature I think it can be very powerful in grounding you and and connecting you within to that more peaceful state which ultimately will help you move through that career challenge that's really great advice so why is grasping for clarity and solutions to your career dilemma counterproductive well grasping in in the context that I suppose use the word is is about being really so eager to get something that it negatively impacts your energy and it takes you out of a state of presence and presence is where your true power lies so when we're grasping we aren't being present and I think that you know instead if we can be very conscious about that grasping state and and that might mean and, and this is very common when clients come to me is that they're just they're deep into a job search and they're going from one website to the next just looking for answers and, and there is an underlying kind of negative energy behind that and that's the aspect that will lower somebody's vibration and in turn not put them in the best place possible to attract solutions which are much more in alignment with who they truly are so I think it requires being very conscious but yeah that that's what I mean by by grasping absolutely and how can we align with our true self well the true self, I think there are two aspects to it. I think there is a, a tangible aspect to our true self and there's an intangible aspect. The intangible aspect I might also describe as the higher self, which is the sort of deeper essence of who we are, the soul, the spirit, if you like. The more tangible aspect of the true self is looking at things like our values, you know, things that are deeply motivating to us, looking at our, our gifts and our talents, looking at our passions, things that really light us up, that can sometimes get diminished or squashed down, particularly in, in certain work environments. So when we have a, a, a much clearer sense of that true self and we you know, have the courage to connect with it at work, I appreciate it can be challenging, but when we consciously connect with it, I think we show up in a much more authentic way and that can impact relationships. It can make us more, more creative, more potent, more, more impactful than the way we go about our work. But to me, it all, all begins with that connection to the, to the true self. Absolutely. I think it's really easy. You've, you're following a career path and you know that you're out of alignment, but sensibly, it's a good career, it, you know, a safe job, maybe there's a clear career path. I don't know, you don't feel good about what you're thinking that it does take a lot of courage, doesn't it, to make a change? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of thought patterns, fears that people have to confront when they're looking to make a career change. Beliefs such as things linked in with perhaps family that you should have you should stay in a, a job that you've trained for or you should stay in a job that has a certain level of income or status or reliability. And they're hard things to shake off sometimes, but they, they can be shaken off. But yeah, there, there is a whole lot of fear that, 
that comes up when we're considering making a career change. But I also think it presents us with an opportunity to heal certain parts of us that perhaps we'd overlooked or squashed down. So this is, you know, it's deep work or it can be deep work. You know, you can go about a career change in a very different way. That's not the approach I take with my clients, but I think it can present us with the opportunity for really an awakening, a catalyst for an awakening to those parts of us that are kind of limiting or limiting ourselves by fears or, uh, you know, limiting thought patterns. So, yeah, I think seeing it as a catalyst is is certainly something that I, I try and encourage my clients to do rather than kind of running away from that fear, but equally acknowledging that, you know, Having, you know, having income is important to, to function in the world and, you know, stability, but it's looking for other ways in which you could get those things or reframing the approach to getting those things. Another thing, apart from fear that can hold us back with career changes is the ego self. Can you talk a little bit about that, how that comes into play? Yeah, a little bit like what, what I've just been saying really is, is it's about making choices based on fear. You know, the the ego self will try and keep us safe, but in the end, it actually limits us. So this could be an inner critic, of, of that, that voice inside saying, well, you're not good enough for that promotion, or you don't deserve to have a more prosperous or fulfilling career. Or it could be, you know, worrying too much about what other people will think or say if you did make a career change and, and not really being true to yourself because you want to fit in. That's another way in which the, the ego self can hold you back in, in your career. So it is very pervasive and I think we are all subject to it. But I think, again, calling on the higher self for me is, is the sort of antidote, if you like, to the effects of the ego. Is that what you did as part of your own career epiphany? Yeah, I, I guess I did, perhaps not knowingly at the time, but I think I did. I mean, I left three good jobs, regular wage paying jobs with nothing else to go to at various points in my career. And I think the the one thing that I remember the most is, is calling on, calling on that faith, calling on that trust that uh, the higher self kind of provided me with in connection with, I mean, I use the word universe to denote that kind of higher, higher power, if you like, but having that faith, because they are, they're leaps of faith. They are leaps of faith and, and the ego self doesn't allow for a leap of faith, but the higher self does. So I think I did. I'm realizing that as I'm speaking to you, it was the higher self. I'd not thought of it quite like, yeah, the ego self was trying to keep you safe. That's really fascinating. Mm. So if you feel like you've been keeping yourself small and safe, but you're feeling unfulfilled in your career, what steps should you take? Well, I think the first thing is is simply to recognize that you've been keeping yourself small. I think awareness is is a great thing. Clarity is a great thing. And, and also how it might have been serving you. So just as we were saying there, the safety that comes from keeping yourself small, the ability to sort of fit in and to honor that part of you that, that needs that safety. But also then I think to, and you can do this through meditation, meditate on what would represent you playing big what would represent you in your fullness in your career you know what would change how would you be showing up differently if you were to be playing big and you know to connection to higher self 
I, I think again is is very helpful in this kind of situation, which is more expansive. It's more abundant. So, I mean, I work with a lot of clients who are looking to go self-employed, for example. But the fear of, you know, will there be enough clients for me, for example, can stop them. But I think when you connect with the higher self, which it is, it, it has a, 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 an abundance mindset associated with it. You remember, actually, yes, there are clients out there. There is plenty to go around and it makes things feel more possible. So you can step into that bigger space. Um, nature, nature is another great Another great space to get into to feel the the abundance. I mean, especially in this time of year when you know the flowers are in bloom. You know the the lovely green trees, the grass. It, you just can sense nature's abundance, which can you know impact your energy, your vibration, and again, just give you that that confidence, that edge to be able to step into playing a bigger game. I definitely agree with that. We live near a beach and I always find if I go for a walk down to the beach, breathe in the sea air, it does really help you connect to nature and feel the possibilities. Absolutely. How does your career development journey reveal what you need to heal? Well, I think the the desire to transform some aspect of your career, be that perhaps going for a promotion in your current with your current employer or making a career change, it can unearth a lot of deep-seated limiting thought patterns and beliefs. Even, you know, old wounds, shame, trauma. I know these are big words, but this recognizing or, or being confronted with what you might be worth or what you might be deserving of is very triggering for some people in terms of what they need to heal. You know, questioning, will I be good enough at what I do? Do I really deserve to earn more money? I mean, I had a client who she was looking to become a coach herself. And I think it was about three or four sessions. It was, it was very apparent that there was some healing that needed to happen regarding some unresolved trauma to do with her marriage breakdown. So she took a break from our coaching to work with a therapist and that healing work was done. We reconnected and she was able to then move forward because she truly believes she deserved to, to do the work that she's here to do and to enjoy the prosperity, the fulfillment that it came with. But she needed to go through that process initially to really confront, you know, that trauma, that that to go on that healing journey. And and this is this is quite common with with the clients that I work with. But again, I think it comes back to this idea that the, you know, a, a career challenge or career crossroads can become a catalyst for a bigger transformation, a deeper transformation. Not all of which, you know, I can handle as a coach. It's appropriate for a therapist or counsellor to, to work with that, that person at that time. But I think until some of these things are worked through, it's it's quite hard to really let in the prosperity the fulfillment that I believe is possible for all of us do you see common themes with clients that you work with common struggles I do and as I mentioned earlier the the struggle for clarity around fulfillment I would say is one of the biggest ones and certainly post-pandemic I think that gave people a lot of time and headspace to really question why am I here 
which the, the book that I've got coming out in September is there to address, if you like. So that's that's a very common theme. And I think, you know, within that, the, there are themes around, you know, lack of confidence. Imposter syndrome is a, a very regular theme. Lack of, you know, self-belief, self-worth. I think just being held back by certain certain beliefs and patterns, really, particularly, you know, repeating the same pattern, approaching a career change from what I'd class as the kind of outer or the, or the business end side of things, which is looking at the CV, looking at lists of jobs and, you know, trying to sort of feel more connected just by changing employer um, or location. Yeah, there's some of the common themes and money as well. Money can be very triggering also, again, around what we feel we're, we're worth or we deserve and even going after money. It, it, there are some negative associations that can hold you back from that prosperity and from, you know, the fruits of your labor, if you like, of, of stepping forward and playing that bigger game. So, yeah, there, there are many common themes that people present with. I think money that you touched on, I think that's so key from our upbringings. We're not always even aware of these limiting beliefs that we have around it, which is why I think it's so valuable what you do, helping people dive into that side of things rather than just focusing on their skills and their CVs. Yeah, a holistic approach to most things in life has always made the most sense to me rather than looking at things in isolation. But I think calling in all these different aspects, it's all pointing towards the same end, if you like. I'm recognizing, you know, the ripple effect of working on your career, let's say, on other areas of your life, on your relationships, you know, how you view money. You know, these are, they're all interconnected. And, and I, I feel it's really important that we, we address these things as part of that, what I class a career alignment journey, which is what this is. It's a journey when I work with clients who are looking to make a change in their career, either staying where they are or moving into something else. It is a journey. And I think when you see it as such, as opposed to the grasping that we talked about earlier, looking for kind of a a more immediate sort of quick fix solution, that's where the deeper transformation can take root. What kind of career changes have you seen some of your clients make? I worked with a lady many years ago actually back in when I first qualified as a coach who went from being a pharmacist to a an art therapist and it's incredible seeing her work on Instagram how she supports people now with her her passion for creativity and illustration it's just incredible also an accountant that I worked with she had a desire to support people through dance and movement so she's set up her own business in Yorkshire, helping people get active and improve their well-being through movement. There's a whole range of different sort of career changes that I see. A, a client last year who was a biomedical science or a researcher, and she was desperate to get into the spiritual world doing tarot readings and, you know, very, very opposite end of the spectrum. She battled through certain limiting beliefs that she'd inherited from her family to recognize that she could, in fact, make this change. And her work to do was to release that association, which she did uh, quite successfully and is now 
working in the spiritual sector. Fantastic. Mm. It must be really rewarding helping people to find fulfillment with their careers. It's hugely rewarding. And I think having gone through that myself a a couple of times, but particularly my most recent one where I've I've got to the place where I feel deeply fulfilled, I I understand uh, what it's what it means to people to find that that place of fulfillment and it's deeply motivating to me to help others and that's what my work is to do now it all kind of makes sense and helping other people to get to that place where it all makes sense is it's joyful and as you mentioned you've written a book which is coming out in September called you are here for a reason Mm. can you talk about what we can expect from your book Yeah, well, this is a book which is basically about purpose and how to how to align with it. Um, It's practical. It's spiritual. It's it's a guidebook for the career alignment journey that I talked to you about. So people who are at a crossroads, it's designed to help them get on a path towards fulfillment, Uh, be that again, staying where they are, realigning to their current role or going into something completely different so it's it's really an answer the the title for the book is kind of an answer to that question that we talked about earlier and that I hear a lot from potential clients particularly when they hit milestone birthdays particularly hitting hitting 40 I think can be very triggering but the absolutely the question why am I here and so you're here for a reason is what I, I deeply believe. I believe we're, we're all here for a reason. And so the book is designed to help people get the clarity of what that is for them and also the confidence with which to actually make the necessary changes. So it's something I've felt very drawn to doing for many years. And last year, I remember... One evening, I I was going to bed one Sunday night, and I said to my partner, "I'm starting my book tomorrow," and that was it. And here we are, about a year a year and a bit later, and it's it's almost ready for launch. So, yeah. I think you know, feeling very guided in into this, it just kind of makes sense, and it's very much about what I uh, the process I go through with my clients. So it's trying to bring bring that into the world in a more accessible way. I appreciate not everybody can, uh, you know, afford to have a coach. So it's always been very important to me. One of my values is accessibility. So that's one of the reasons why I, I wanted to do this. I will have a, a pre-order on my website, which is rebeccakirk.co.uk. And then it will be available to buy from September. And is there anywhere else listeners should go to connect with you? Yeah, on the website, I've got a mailing list that listeners can join and also some free resources. But I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, which again, you can join either through my website or just doing a search for me on those platforms. And I'll put links to all of those in the show notes. Great. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Rebecca. It's been great to talk to you. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest Podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.